frozen for a third time in one week. Now, if you're just joining us, they're, they're counting on you to not understand what's happening. This is part of a total purge of libertarians, Christians, nationalists, pro-gun groups from Australia to the UK to the US, Europe. They are arresting hundreds of people a day in Sweden and Germany that just say we shouldn't have open borders to ISIS. They are imprisoning women. I mean, it's all over the news, but only here. In Europe, you're not allowed to report on it. Police chiefs are being fired that say we're having thousands of rapes by Islamic rape gangs. The censorship is unbelievable. Chinese communist-style censorship, where they don't announce it, they just block you, is here. Apple, all of them are moving to China. They're modeling everything off China. It's totally draconian. They admitted three weeks ago in the Wall Street Journal they were going to ban me first and to set a precedent. They actually said my name and that they would then go after everybody else. The Wall Street Journal was interviewing the CEO of News Corp, who's working with Google, Facebook, and Twitter to do this all at the same time. Now, YouTube admitted that their servers were hijacked by employees that weren't supposed to in the last week, and thousands of channels were deleted. How huge is that? They said, we hired the Southern Poverty Law Center, 10,000 people, this leftist globalist offshore group. We, we hired 10,000 of them, YouTube said, that's Google, to run things. They took the strikes off and admitted that the videos that they had removed were not what they claimed I said that no kids died and I was bullying kids, that I actually said they did die. And that embarrassed CNN and others because they had said those videos said that, when the videos said the opposite. And the videos talked about the police stand down. We first covered that the day after. We broke that. It's to confirm it. So I'm just giving you some background. This is the internet purge. Yes, Trevor. Today is a red letter day. Do you know why? 
Well, did we prove that God is alive? No, no, we didn't do that. No, I think we did because... Oh, okay. Because, well, we have shit on him. We've written him off. We have satirized the fuck out of him. We ate chili with him. Oh, and we had such bad diarrhea and, and horrible, horrible memory loss. Yes. Today is the day we celebrate the passing of Alex Jones's bullshit channel on YouTube. This Ding is, dong. The dick is dead. This is cause for a celebration for the first time in a very long time. Hey, Jeremy, what are you drinking? Oh, we're taking it back. I've got perhaps a blue ribbon beer because mm. times of celebration only call for just the absolute cheapest tasting beer possible. Well, you know what? I think that works. I think that is a fitting beer choice for you tonight. Absolutely. And what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Pepsi. Also laced with whiskey. What? Fuck. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you're welcome. You're about to break that edge. Well, you I get, get hey, all... You know what? A toast to dead channels and hopefully dying careers. Fuck you, Alex Jones. May you rust a piss, you piece of shit. Oh, man, that's refreshing. It's been a long time since I've actually had a beer, too. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since we drank on the show. Yeah. Uh, even though I, <laughs> it's fine. But, no, tonight we are going to talk about Alex Jones um, because he is truly a uh, just a giant turd of a man. Yeah, yeah. So here, here's here's my issue, and this is this is why I'm so genuinely happy. It's one thing just to lie to your audience. Very simple for audience for, for years. For, for years, only getting worse. You you know that your your audience is full of just some absolutely paranoid motherfuckers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you 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 lie to them. You you build up these fake ass stories for them, and you you make the world just a much worse place to live in than it already is. And to make matters worse, if that wasn't bad enough, motherfucker, you took the names of innocent children, like you did with Sandy Hook. Yeah, and you attempted to create this false dialogue, the, mm. this story. Oh, love it. Claiming <laughs> that the these shootings, these victims were all fake people. They were all actors. I believe you also did it in France, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, he did. Wait, yeah. So, with that being said, on the backs of every dead child that you have ever attempted to smear. Uh, for the sake of your views, motherfucker, I'm going to have so much fun throwing you under this bus. We're going to run over you over and over again, motherfucker, and I'm so happy for it. You know, there was a saying once, uh, it was from the 90s, uh, don't hate the media, become the media. And I think, Alex Jones, you were one of the people who took those words to heart. I don't know if you ever listened to Jello Biafra. Probably not. Um, at one point, you were... If still very kooky and poorly, um, like you, you don't have a good understanding of the world. Um, you at least were good on some things. Like you were good on war. You you were generally, uh, you know, anti-war. You were generally anti-establishment. Yeah, anti-establishment. A lot of your fan base. Uh, I I know a lot of people who were fans of you because of the things you said, where they thought you were speaking truth to power, and. Uh, 
today I think we can all agree that uh, you are a shell of what you once were, if at all. Uh, the media that you've become is the media that you most likely despised at one point. Um, you're selling supplements on your website. You're uh, overpriced. Overpriced supplements, supplements uh, on sale. How generous of you, you piece of shit. Just turn your audience red. Just turn that audience mm, red. Just like a lobster. Mm. But uh, you you exist in this space now where you have a press pass for the White House. And, uh, yeah, you are the establishment that you so despised. And I, I take no small amount of pleasure in watching you burn. I, I am incredibly overjoyed. This is coming from a person who actually once enjoyed your content, Alex. I once enjoyed your content whenever you went to... Isn't it spooky? It is spooky. It is spooky how times have changed. I remember the first time I ever watched you, Alex. It was uh, on your expose of, uh, of Bohemian Grove, and I was absolutely fascinated by what you you had shown. I, I, I was really into your stance of uh, uh, against Bush... And his entire platform. I also genuinely appreciated before you kind of went ape shit crazy with it. Your 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 campaign against Obama to a certain degree, up until you started talking about how he smelled of fucking sulfur because he was the uh, the spawn of Satan or some stupid bullshit like that. See, this is whenever we started realizing that you had lost your shit, Alex. Somehow we allowed a person who had the common sense of a loaf a loaf of bread access to press passes an actual fucking seat at the table a seat at the table and a, a, a genuine consideration of your opinions on on very important matters alex this is where we went wrong as a society this is you are everything that is wrong with the media alex everything that you claim to be fake news yet here we are here we are alex you are the fake news Congratulations. We're going to have a lot of fun tearing you down tonight. Fuck you. Jeremy, let me tell you a story. I, I'm, I'm sitting here in my PJs ready for this bedtime story. Let's do this. Let me tell you about 1974 Dallas, Texas. It's okay. a different time, a different era. Suburb of Rockwall in Dallas, Texas. A little jelly bean named Alex... Emmerich Jones was born on February 11th of 1974. That's such a dumb middle name. Alexander Emmerich Jones was his name. Again, born in a little suburb near Dallas, or yes, Dallas, Texas. Hello. No one knew at the time that that little cherub of a lobster claw. <laughs> <laughs> was going to change the world as we know it changing our very concepts of what is real and what is fake <laughs> we never would have known that the uh, the child the son of a dentist and a homemaker the lineman at Anderson High School in 1993 a one minute Austin Community College University <laughs> student uh, would go on to change the world. For better or for worse. 
I'm actually really surprised. I, I thought Alex Jones was uh, older. He looks much older. He is only 44. All that hate in you just makes you look so bad. Only 44. Uh, which is weird because it says he graduated high school in 93. That would have made him about 19. So I don't know if he was, he was particularly <laughs> good at school. <laughs> Maybe he just really liked it. Uh, he was just, just he was super he just, into school. Uh, but, just stayed two extra years. <laughs> but uh, Jones was a Texan through and through. And uh, he was influenced by a few different things. Um, he was influenced by uh, conservative journa- uh, journalist Gary Allen's book, None Dare Call It Conspiracy. Basically, it- it's a book that he says informed him about what the New World Order was. It's kind of what gave him the context to become uh, a libertarian or a paleoconservative. In 1993, which was, n- I mean, that's not going to be a very common perspective back then. Right. So he was, he was part of like one of the first sort of people to do this um at the age of i want to say about 24 25 he began his public access cable career and this would have put him about 1996 can, can you tell me jeremy uh what a handful of events happened uh, between 1994 and 1996 1994 and 1996 like there's one um, in, in 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 texas and then one in oklahoma well i know the mirror bombing we know about the Murrah bombing. Um, Happened in 1995. The one in Texas. Oh, Waco. Waco. These were both uh, incredibly formative experiences for the young Jones, um, especially when he was starting his career as uh, a journalist and a, a quote-unquote dissident. In uh, 1995, of course, was the Oklahoma City bombing, and, uh, of course, Jones used his new platform on public access cable TV in Austin, Texas, um, to basically foment this idea that, like, the U.S. government had something to do with that particular bombing, even though it was done by an anti-government active, you know, like, sort of actor. Uh, You know, uh, Timothy McVeigh was someone who was um, deeply anti-government, you know, despite the fact that he had been a soldier and all this other shit. He was also... Well, he wasn't a, a soldier so much. He 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 he, mm-hmm. he was a partsman, or whatever they call. Like he he, he was <laughs> pretty can, much the lackey. Yeah, he, no, he, that's he, fair. He, he was the gimp of the air force. Waco was a different story entirely. Uh, Waco was uh, even a now, disaster. Waco was a was a total fucking disaster. I mean, um, you know, as as nutty as the Branch Davidians may have been, like there was no reason the ATF had to go in and fucking bomb women and children and if you can think of any moment and this is true even for people that i know today uh, if you can think of any moment in the u.s government's history where they used military force to basically put down what was a peaceful at that point movement you know again at that point right um it's hard to think of one i think probably the other one would be the move nine bombing in philadelphia in the early 90s right um but of course Jones, this happened in his backyard. You know, backyard. Um, he he went full tilt at that point. In '98, he built a brand new Branch Davidian church. Like he was into that shit. Yeah. Um, in '96, <clears throat> he switched to radio. Um, his first show was called The Final Edition. Honestly, a better name than Infowars. I, I would I've, agree. I've got to say, aesthetically, perfect. 
Um, there's all there's all <laughs> kinds of scorched earth elements to that to that name. I I dig it. I dig it. I mean, we call our own show the Terminus Podcast. So like, there's some. You know, I'm not going to say we have any kinship with Alex Fuckhead. We're, we're the but, spiritual um, successors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's mm, it's good. Um, of course, in the '90s, the late '90s, it was a it was a different time. There was there's starting to become a lot more conservative and libertarian radio hosts. I can think of one, for example, I'm actually working with right now, uh, Scott Horton. He was a libertarian at the time. He still is. He did a radio show and podcast, and um, he's. You know he's starting to encroach upon this space, so Jones has to build this niche very, very quickly. And '98, you know, he has Oklahoma City, he has Murrah Building, uh, or he has the Murrah Building, he has Waco, Texas. Those are his his bread and butter. It's basically how he puts together the idea that the New World Order, the globalists, as he would later call them, uh, are out to get you. I will say, in in Jones's defense, even even with uh, the Merle bomb, bombing, there 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 were some outright lies told. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, about that incident, like, well, you know, you're looking at the 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 military saying, no, we've never had any affiliation with this man whatsoever. Whenever he was actually in the Air Force, that was later proven. No, there was no, there were no ties to white supremacist movements or anything like that, but there were. Um, here in Oklahoma, he, he was uh, a member of a chapter of one of those groups. I can't remember which one it was. Um, so that was that was a thing. Yeah, no, absolutely was. Um, so okay, Alex Jones is this radio host, and he's being uh, he's being told like, hey, uh, he was on I want to say KJFK in Austin. And he was basically told, like, hey, you need to broaden your topics. Like, this is a public, you know, this is a public radio station. We need to sell advertising so that we can stay afloat. And uh, he basically was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop shitting on Bill Clinton. I'm not going to stop, you know, shitting on these politicians, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And we could have backed you up there, Alex. But in 1999, here's the craziest thing. He tied with a, a person named Shannon Burke for the best Austin talk show radio host, as voted by the Austin Chronicle readers. So this is a completely different era. This is pre-9-11. This is pre, you know, cons- like further conspiracy theory shit. Right. We're talking about a very specific flavor of conspiracy theory. We're talking about a person who is just basically like, you know the the government did this in Waco. What else are they doing? You know he's Logical basically question. asking he's basically asking his readership to ask more difficult questions about the world that they're looking at, which I think is a goal that implemented improperly is it turns into a shit show as we'll see later, but is a a fairly, you know, good fucking question to ask. I like the question. Um, so far with Alex right now, you're not giving me a whole lot of reasons not to get behind him. Exactly. Why do you think he's, his audience built up so quickly? Uh, well, number one, this is Texas. 
Right, 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 right. Number it's Texas. This is nineties sure. Texas, so <laughs> um, nothing you're saying right now. Uh, uh, this this is appeals during, to a Texan in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, I mean you're looking at a red state at the. Uh, I I think there's still a red state if oh, I'm not mistaken. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, and and, and under a dem uh, a Democrat, uh, mm. uh, you know, uh, who's taken office. <clears throat> um. So, By default, that, that crowd is already kind of paranoid as it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, okay, so during this time, the governor of Texas was George W. Bush. Yes. Which is hilarious. <laughs> it is really funny, actually. He goes yeah. he goes to a Bush rally mm-hmm. at Bayport Industrial District in Texas. He gets removed from the rally because he interrupts George W. Bush's speech demanding that the Federal Reserve and the Council on Foreign Relations become are abolished. <laughs> so far, still not doing anything where I'd be like, yeah, fuck no, him. No, I'm 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 still super on board with Alex. You're not giving me a reason to hate this man. In 2000, he begins broadcasting his internet or his show on the internet. Right. Um he's picked back up um by I want to say let's see at some point, he's picked back up by this group called the Genesis Communications Network. You know, I don't care. <laughs> Whenever that happened, it happened. It, it's it, he may have built it up himself. There, there but, are a couple of things I do want to point out. Um, but we still have we we are still in early days. Right. We're still about five or six years after his inception. He is making. He's putting in the work. I mean, he's yeah. he's building this shit up on his own. You know, if if you completely divorce this of context, right. This is a person who didn't go to college. This is a person who, you know, through hard work, legitimately, like, what's what's really, I think, interesting here is that you can definitely see this part of, like, I understand the difficulty of building a radio show. Um, I understand the difficulty of building a radio show. I understand the difficulty of trying to build up a platform and you know get listeners and get a viewership like you have to find hooks you have to you know speak to your audience about shit that they're interested in and for jones he's found his hook he's he's trying really fucking hard to make this into something like i'm gonna be honest public access television probably not paying the bills uh a radio show on kjfk fm probably not paying the bills maybe a little bit more than he was paying the you know than on the public access shit, but he went from snicker doodles to to like <laughs> full on snicker bars now. Exactly, exactly, and and he's he's eating ramen most likely. Yeah, um, you know this is not the the woke chili poops yeah. Alex Jones that we we know and hate. Um, <laughs> you know, pre two thousand one Alex Jones is is someone who is completely different. Um than pre like post 9-11 alex jones see and i I do want to say something about um pre-2001 alex jones actually and this is one of the biggest reasons i liked him um he was at at bohemian grove he saw a lot of this shit actually go down there yeah um he knew about uh bush's uh run for presidency he knew who his running mate was Long oh, yeah. before it was no, announced does. to the public, he actually went about, especially in Dallas, and broadcast this loud and clear. 
um, he was very good at connecting dots from there. He knew that he actually predicted something on the level of 9-11 was about to happen. Um, He actually brought Osama bin Laden into that conversation. Um, that, that they, that, you know, like that there, there were things that he said that actually gave him legitimacy and context as the story unfolded, these things started to become true. Absolutely. So at the time, podcasts were not a thing. Podcasts would not be a thing until about 2007. Right. Um, the idea of something called an RSS feed was not a thing. And, uh, certainly the idea of having a podcast was was not an option for Jones. So he he was streaming his his radio program over the internet. Right. On dial up. Right. Fucking like he's getting on America online. <laughs> You've got mail and he's literally streaming his radio show in probably the worst quality ever known. Oh yeah, so to much stutter. Different people. So much stutter and However, buffering. He is powerful at this point. He is very. He is still very, very, very powerful. Um, he's he's so powerful. He's powerful enough at this point. He has such an audience, at least in the Austin slash sort of like Central Texas area, that uh, you know he's able to run for state representative in Texas House District Forty Eight. Um, he's one of seven Republican candidates. I mean, he doesn't get you know past that, but. Uh, <laughs> he at least he, got he, he the withdrew, ribbon of participation. But he's participating, exactly. By 2001, how many uh, uh, radio stations would you say his show was syndicated on? Oh, knowing Texas, I'd probably say seven or eight. Seven or eight. 100 stations. Jesus Christ. Not just in Texas, that, that but That can't be right. Like, I'm not country. even looking at this. This isn't like... Around holy the country. shit, it actually says, wow. Around the fucking country. Dear God. That that just took me uh, caught me off guard. <laughs> One hundred stations. Wow. By nine eleven, this is where shit starts to get off the rails. So, you and I both remember the Bush presidency. Maybe some of our listeners who are younger don't. Um, lucky you. Lucky you. Exactly. Uh, the Bush presidency. I was a kid at that time. You were a little bit older. A little bit older. I was like, yeah. Um, you were in your teens. I was like, a, I was a wee babe. Yeah. I was I was 11, 10, 11 when September 11th happened, and uh, yeah, it, it's it was one of those things. You know, the internet was probably a, a big reason why so everyone in the world knew instantly um, something had happened, and it was the internet, ironically, that sort of started to obfuscate things at that time. I can honestly tell you, on nine eleven, there was no internet. There was no internet on nine eleven. There was there was AOL. No, what I'm saying is there was literally no internet use. Yeah, I remember trying to use the internet. Everyone was trying. Yeah, and the keyword the uh, tried. We we were trying to get the story. We were trying to figure out what was going on, and uh, everybody's booted off because the traffic was too heavy. Yeah, DS. Uh, there was no none of that fancy no DSL, DSL fiber. There's no fucking. Yeah. Broadband? No, like, you're all 56k. If you're one, if you're one, you know, for for Jeremy, if you're trying to get your 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 jollies with your little dude there, it's gonna take you about good 10 or 15 minutes to get a semi decent quality picture just to load up on your screen. Yeah, you you you, you damn kids perv. and <laughs> you perv. 
Count um, your blessings is what I'm saying. So this is this is where things start to kind of go off the rails because Jones was the first 9-11 truther. Like big high profile 9-11 truther. Right. Loose um, change. Loose change. He made loose change. Um he he promoted the idea that the Bush administration in cahoots with the globalists had orchestrated the 9-11 attacks and that it was an inside job. You know how we all made the joke, oh, blah, 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 it's an inside job. You can't you, you can't melt steel beams, like right. um, bullshit like that. This all originated with Alex Jones. And people were still listening. The thing is, though, before 9-11, 100 stations. After 9-11, a bunch of those stations dropped him. Good. Good, absolutely. But do you see, you kind of see what, where this is going, right? Oh, absolutely. Alex Jones is a completely self-made man in the sense that everything he does can be basically regenerated into his own cash flow. Right. Like, the man is a hustler, the likes of which none of us have ever seen before. And so, he is promoting his conspiracy, he's, he's telling people, like, there is a compelling case that the U.S. government orchestrated 9-11 uh, for whatever reason, whether it was to go to war in Afghanistan and Iraq, to build regime, you know, to, to foment regime change in these countries, um, to you know, build world domination to build the new world order, whatever the fuck you wanted to put people actually had, you know, had sort of, Oh, this is a good idea. This idea makes sense to me. And on top of that, let's not forget, like this was, this was an idea when we were both in the punk scene in 2010, 2012. Yeah. This was still an idea there. Oh, absolutely. That originated from Alex Jones. Absolutely. Not let, let's not forget, you know, how they they paraded around this 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 story that FEMA had bought like several billion caskets to to bury people in mass graves and like all these friggin' ovens to Oh, it gets to burn better too. Up. It gets better because that the, there were like guillotines, modernized yeah. guillotines being used on people now and Go ahead. No, because we start to get into things like Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an a acquaintance who was down in Hurricane Katrina at that time. He's also friends with a, an FBI informant. Well, was friends with an FBI informant. Um, my friend, Scott Crow knew Brandon Darby. Brandon Darby now writes for InfoWars, so small world. Um, right. Or used to write. I don't know if he still does anymore. Might go. Might write at Breitbart. I, I really don't give a shit what Darby does. At any rate, you can uh, fuck yourself, Darby. That that's all we're asking. Exactly. Yeah. Um. At, at any rate, like, this was where you you also started to get like the FEMA camps and all this other shit. Like that's where this started to arise because where were <clears throat> all of the refugees from Hurricane Katrina going to go? Right. You know they're they're just going to go out into the into the world. You know you, we all know now how Alex Jones feels about refugees from other countries. Um. Imagine thinking about black and brown refugees from right here in America. Um, you know, and at this time, um, YouTube had not really been a thing yet, right? Like YouTube was not, uh, it wouldn't be around until about 2006, but you started to get more organizations that were similar to Jones. This is where we started getting more polarizing media content. MSNBC, Fox news were already going at it. Um, you know, you had guys like, uh, 
uh, Keith Olbermann yeah. and Michael Moore, yeah. who were making money. Uh, Olbermann was on MSNBC. He was doing Countdown every day. It was a, a you know, especially after the war in Iraq started. Uh, every day was a, a a number of days since the beginning of the war in Iraq, um, and. You know, Michael uh, Moore is no better. Michael Moore, you know, <clears throat> began writing documentaries about Quote how unquote. stupid the like like this is a guy who had made a documentary about um, like the audio manufacturing crisis in Detroit. Right. He'd also done um, the documentary on uh, fucking what was his name? He was in he was in Soylent Green. Oh fuck! You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, you all know who I'm talking about. I don't. I have Wikipedia open right in front of me, but I'm not gonna fucking. <laughs> I'm not gonna do the research. You guys, look. Well, you, my friend, we have uh, the documents. Look at the documents. My friend. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, he did on. bowling for Colum, uh, Columbine. Um, I'm honestly surprised Columbine wasn't part of this mix. It wasn't, but. Um, as far as we know, as I far mean, as we, we know, we, we're not like, digging far enough back. I mean, no, it, it's. Hmm. Anyway, I, I refuse to. At any rate, this was this was a time in which media was starting to get more polarizing, and it was also starting to democratize. Blogs were starting to become a thing because people had more powerful internet connections. Um, you know, this especially was true going into two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven. Two thousand seven was the year that Twitter was released, allowing everyone in the world to communicate and connect in one hundred and forty eight or one hundred forty characters or less. Um, you didn't have to have a smartphone, which was a brand new concept at the time. Um, you could you could text Twitter on your feature phone. Um, <laughs> what do you kids know about T nine? Right, exactly. Um, you know, The Matrix had come out. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to talk about a movie that was conceptually sort of uh, perfect for this time in, in American paranoid media. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Matrix was a thing. Um, the fucking Fight Club was a thing. Oh my God, Fight Club was a thing. In in sort of the left anarchist scene, you had things like uh, N30 and the Battle for Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the World Trade Organization fights. I mean, there was a lot of cross chatter and confusion. Where Jones was appealing to to leftists, he was appealing to right wingers. He was appealing to people who were just kind of like not sure what was going on he had complete control over his narrative and um despite the fact that like he was getting you know kicked off the air in some places and brought on in others he was either losing or gaining advertisers depending on the time of day it was you know his conspiracy stuff was incredibly popular bush was an incredibly unpopular president and jones was in many ways a fitting warrior-esque analog or, you know, sort of uh, offset right. to George W. Bush. He was loud. He, he was, used yeah. big words and didn't mispronounce them. I mean, that, that, that was a big plus. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... He's... He's a shitster. He was like your cool grandpa or cool, <laughs> cool uncle. He introduced you to Pink Floyd, got you high in the basement on Christmas... And they yelled at you about, like, the government trying to fucking hijack the fucking radio waves and shit and get inside your mind. Continue. So, 2008, George W. Bush gets out of office. We have the housing crisis. We have the economic downturn. 
and uh, you know you have McCain and Palin running against a charismatic young man from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Barack Obama running with uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden being old as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that has never changed. No. Like, he's still old as fuck. Joe Biden was has always been old as fuck, but regardless. <laughs> um, Obama and Biden going up against two conservatives. Uh, you know, the Tea Party was now a thing. You know, Ron Paul had been running for president in 2008 against essentially uh, John McCain. Right. Um, and this was another sort of renaissance for Alex Jones because at this time there was also some question as to Obama's nationality. You know, his father apparently had been born in Kenya. His mother was American and he was born in Hawaii, but, you know, there's that inkling of doubt. Just that little seed that... Alex Jones is so perfect at implanting. Yeah. YouTube is a thing now. Facebook and Twitter are huge now. We all have access to this information. Alex Jones becomes one of the most popular people on any of these platforms. Because he has scary information. And celebrities. Celebrities love him. Yeah. Dave Mustaine from uh, Megadeth. He was on there many times. We start to figure out that Jones is crazy. Yeah. He's asking for the birth certificate. What birth certificate? Why do we need Obama's birth certificate? Because, well, he's a Kenyan. And he's also a socialist. And he's also a Muslim. He's also a Muslim. And who are we fighting? Who have we been fighting for the last seven years? Muslims. This is Jones' moment to shine. And he does. And he catches the eye of an older, slightly xenophobic, mostly xenophobic, real estate developer in New York City. What's his name, Jeremy? Oh, man. Isn't this like something Trump? I feel yeah. like it's Donald Trump. Yeah, it's Donald Trump. It's super is Donald Trump. Super. <laughs> Donald Trump takes Alex Jones's argument that... Our boy Barack was not born in the United States. He was born in Kenya. He runs with it. Now they're both just just screeching together. At, at some point, Jones just kind of walks away. <laughs> it's not that he walks away. He just kind of covers other shit. He's like, well, I want to talk about the globalists and the overarching conspiracy, the lizard people, all that other bullshit. Xbox Connect, or, or Connect <laughs> trying to look at your little kid's penis. Yeah, there you go. The juice that was, boxes. That was one of the things. Juice boxes turning the frogs gay. Yeah. Uh, all, all, he, he's moving on to other things. Meanwhile, Trump is fixated on this idea that the president of the United States, this charismatic young man from Chicago, is in fact uh, a plant from ISIS or Al-Qaeda, someone from Kenya, a Muslim, because his middle name is what? Oh, was it Hussein? It's Hussein. The fear is palpable. The Tea Party is starting to morph into something a little bit more dangerous. From 2008 to 2012, it's relatively stable. You also have Occupy Wall Street in that little area as well, about 2011, 2012. That kind of changes some things up a little bit. We get the sense that things are radicalizing on both ends. Um, Glenn Beck, 
one of the media personalities that comes out of the Alex Jones quote-unquote revolution. Ron Paul runs for president again in 2012. His shit is called the... He's literally calling his campaign the Ron Paul revolution. Yeah. You know, this is a guy who in 2008, he had no chance of even like making it on the national stage. Now he's in debates. Yeah. Um, And he's he is consistently talking about war and, you know, getting out of the Middle East and, and... anti-interventionism and changing our foreign policy in in a lot of ways and alex jones is loving it every minute of it he's loving it and 2012 we start to see a shift a little bit we start to see things go rightward glenn beck wrote a book i want to say in 2009 called the um oh fuck I know which one you're talking about. The Overton window. Yeah, yeah. The Overton window. Now, this is a real political science concept that that he's not bullshitting about the thing. But um, imagine, if you will, an even worse Da Vinci Code. That's the Overton window, the book itself. Um, (laughs) That's pretty bad. It's super bad, yeah. (laughs) Um, But the Overton window does start to move rightward. 2014, we get Gamergate. These little shitheads online start to organize. You know, these are people who had come. I, I want to say they're out of the worst elements of 4chan's, you know, toxic culture. Yeah. Um, you know, the, this is also where Anonymous came out of, which is kind of going on at the same time. And Anonymous is, you know, more or less on the good side of things until Sabu gets caught being right. an FBI informant. <laughs> um,. It's a fucking amazing that I remember or had any kind of proximity to any of this. Um, <laughs> like, this is just some shit that I shouldn't know. But anyway. But here um, you are. Here we are. We're talking on a fucking <laughs> podcast about things like this. But anyway, so 4chan, you know, kind of, or it was actually 8chan, but I don't give a shit, latches on to this document that some dickhead wrote about his ex-girlfriend or ex-partner, um, who also happens to be an indie video game designer, who... Um, they claim slept with a writer for Kutaku for a review. That review never written, never happened. Like right. they, they never, uh, it, whether they slept together or not, I don't know or care. Never happened. Like the review was not a thing. Right. And they turned that into basically quote unquote ethics and games journalism, which led to the creation of, um, <laughs> of this movement called Gamergate, which was a full on harassment campaign against, uh, liberal progressive and radical left voices in popular culture and it's moved into comics and movies and other areas as well right um so there's also this confluence of the the ex-skeptic community i'm, I'm gonna say ex-skeptic because a lot of them still identify as skeptics right they're not um you you had people like the Amazing Atheist and Thunderfoot, um, and also Sargon of Akkad and and all of these other people. They're basically changing their their entire video format from "Ha look at the Christians, they're dumb" to right. "Oh my God, look at all of these people who care about things. They're stupid as fuck." Yeah, you had the armored skeptic doing doing yeah. that kind of shit, and yeah, and so they're starting this as well. You've also got these quote unquote neo reactionaries, these these like 
weird nerdy like pro monarchy like they they're super into this dude from russia named alexander dugan who's just the creepiest fascist who's ever lived he's like the rasputin of fascism in a way which is a super weird thing um oh he sounds horrible he's a really yeah it's horrible sounds like he smells terrible too. yeah that's the that's the idea um (laughs) but they're starting to to get a bigger presence online and meanwhile alex jones is still going Alex Jones is just kind of this motor running in the background behind all of this shit. Right. And everything starts to coalesce. 2015, 2016, we get this thing called the alt-right. guy named Richard Spencer. Oh, is that the guy who wears a punching bag for a face? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um you got guys like Richard Spencer. You've got guys like Milo Yiannopoulos. Um, Baked Alaska. Baked Alaska. Mr. Medicare. You've got Andrew Breitbart's website. Andrew Breitbart, by the way, was a conservative journalist who died in 2012 or so from yeah. a massive heart attack, and he passed it on to Steve Bannon. May he rest a piss, too. Just... All of this shit's starting to come together. Yeah. Alex Jones, meanwhile, has not changed anything. I do want to make that very clear. Alex Jones, same format he's always been. He's sitting there. He's being fucking outrageous. He's saying crazy shit. Um, he's somewhat glomming onto a lot of these like uh, alt or these right wing fads of making fun of the left in different ways. You know, making fun of feminists, especially around the same time that the quote-unquote skeptic community was making fun of feminists in the atheist movement right um you know making fun of p you know pc people yeah that's a big one and, and that's one that i think has a lot of traction outside because we're always like oh well, i don't want to be politically correct like that's dumb um even though they're anyway i'm not gonna get into that shit um that's a whole other rant <laughs> that's, that's a that's episode number two the fucking all of this is being is basically just feeding into the Alex Jones machine, into Infowars, into Prison Planet, into News Wars. Did you know he had a site named News Wars? No. Yeah. What? Motherfuckers just all over the I, place. I remember shit. Prison Planet. Yeah. No, it's still there. Um, 2015, 2016, the alt right is starting to rise. Um, left organizations, left individuals are starting to kind of be concerned because GamerGate was supposed to die out. Right fucking these right-wing youtubers were supposed to just kind of fizzle out and go away uh people like richard spencer and milo yiannopoulos were not supposed to get the kind of audiences that they're getting steve bannon should not have been as powerful as he was right you know the the left is fighting figures like the Koch brothers while over here this entire literal grassroots movement right is starting to form out of these fascists right and they're they're using alex jones's messages as a bolster point and alex jones is using their messages as a bolster point too because he loves that sweet sweet ratings he loves those views right you know that's how he makes his money you know he's a survive you know he's he's appealing still primarily to survivalists and conspiracy theorists and people who think the moon landing didn't happen all of this shit right and it's it's just boom it's exploding and that leads us to now you know i haven't even talked about the things where he said you know 
school shootings didn't happen and shit like that. We've we've already brought all that shit up. Right. But Jones is riding the coattails of this entire movement. He's doing so so successfully that he's able to go from place to place to place to place to place without anyone batting an eye. Which is strange because this is a man who used to get kicked out of events left and right. Oh, yeah. Just no. not shutting the hell up. Um, you know, like CNN, he's been on CNN multiple times. Yeah. And uh, same thing. He just will not shut up. He just keeps yelling and yelling and yelling. And you try to offer him one simple question. He'll just cut you off and keep yelling at you and call you an idiot. Nobody wants to deal with him. And then all of a sudden, like like we said earlier, now he's got a, a full-on fucking reserve seat at the table with legitimate journalists and shit, which is bizarre to me. Uh, this, this is a man who claims that he forgot his children's birthday because he ate a big old bowl of chili. Yeah. He claims that he smokes pot once a year with fucking George Soros to quote-unquote tested strength. This is a man who... Oh my god, claims the water is making frogs gay. That's a legitimate thing. He created Picklegate. <laughs> look I that can't. one up just I, for no, the sake of uh, no, just look it up. Like we're not gonna talk about it because it's if you don't know what that is, just look it up. It's hilarious. Absolutely. Like, you said that he was still going strong. Nothing had changed. There, there were things that changed. So there yeah, were, that that's that's definitely a good point. He got crazier. Yeah, I think that's 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 an accurate thing. So uh, just kind of going down the list here. So some things that he believes. Uh, obviously, he's a gun rights activist. Uh, activist. I can't see how him being from Texas, he wouldn't be. Yeah. That, no, that's he, like he, the he least could, surprising thing. Yeah, no, he could be on like any political spectrum and being from Texas. He's going to have an arsenal. He's, he's got money. He's anti-vaccine. Of course. He thinks autism is caused by vaccines. He's a fucking shithead for that. He believes that, uh, actually, he believes that... The reason he uh, do you know, do you know the story behind this? What? So uh, in full context, I remember him, uh, watching where he said this. He is against vaccines because he believes that these things were were made by the government to cause autism. Uh, basically, saying that they put small amounts of mercury in the vaccine to eat little holes in your brain and make you stupider, so that the government can better control you and keep you submissive. This is a such a like. Mm. Such a misrepresentation of what autism is. That, that is literally what he said, though. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. He also believes in we uh, weather weapons. Yeah, harp. He believes in harp. He believes that Hurricane Irma was geoengineered. Yep. He believes that like the president has access to weather weapons capable of not only creating tornadoes, but also moving them around on demand. Yeah. Okay. He believes in white genocide. He thinks that's a thing. Um, he doesn't believe that the Sandy Hook shooting was real. I, oh, hold on. Can we back this train up for a moment, just real quick? Yeah. Where's the white genocide? I want, it, I want more information on the white genocide. Where is this? Uh, on October uh, 2nd, 2017, Jones announced the Democrats and communists were plotting imminent white genocide attacks. This is why he's so anti the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, by the way. So he basically, that because it's a Jewish conspiracy to to kill all white people. Wow, welcome. <laughs> this is one I did not know about. <laughs> this, <laughs> as Alex Jones himself would say, this is some next level shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the documents; it's all right there. So yeah, he's he is fully into this shit. 
he believes that you know crisis actors were a big part of Sandy Hook. Um, he believes that no one died at Sandy Hook. Um, he has obviously been sued quite a bit. He's been on Piers Morgan's show, which was a fucking train wreck. Oh, but it was so um, good though. It was not. It really wasn't. Uh, no, that, that that was good. Go look it up just for a good laugh. Giovanni Yogurt sued him. Yeah, that yeah, happened. That was a thing that happened. Um, and he has a relationship with Donald Trump, and this is where this gets into a real big like problem, right? Is he's um, <laughs> he is a he believes that. Um, you know, Donald Trump is the one person who's going to save us all. Right. And he, he's put his power behind Donald Trump. Now, I do want to mention, he does have a filmography. Yeah. Obviously, he made Loose Change. Loose Change, and then Loose um, Change Volume 2. Yeah, well, he, he, he did that. He also did The Obama Deception, mm-hmm. colon, The Mask Comes Off. Mm-hmm. He also did Endgame, colon, Blueprint for Global Enslavement in 2007. I've seen both of these. Yeah. Now, did you also know... They played a preacher in 2006's A Scanner Darkly, a book based off Philip K. Dick's book of the same name. You know what? I he remember. Was a preacher. I, I I thought he looked really familiar. I I genuinely couldn't place him, but now that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. His lawyer, uh, there's there's a whole there's just a bunch of shit. Like he's he he got divorced in 2015. Um, his wife wanted soul or jo- joint custody of their kids oh and get soul custody and run far the fuck away of, kelly one of the uh kelly right yeah kelly yeah one of the one of the things his lawyer said was he's playing a character yeah i almost believe it because the scanner darkly cameo oh what made it even better was right yeah yeah what made that even better though was the fact that alex jones claimed that the media we're trying to make him out to just be a character and all this stuff. When it's, it was it's his literally lawyer. your lawyer. Your lawyer literally did this. This wasn't the media. Your lawyer said that you were playing a character. Not to mention, there were a lot of pictures of him in just different different levels of undress. So, yeah. Oh, God. It's bad. Listen. Yeah. He has a son. A, a fairly grown son. Yeah. His name's Rex. Of course it is. Rex works for InfoWars, or has worked for InfoWars. Rex is the one who told him to support Donald Trump. Wow. So, really, this isn't a a podcast indicting Alex Jones. It's one indicting Rex Jones. But really, both of them. Fuck all all of you. Just all of you. Every last one. (laughs) Here's, Here's where I'm getting at, right? From the time that he started to now, he is... He has moved with the times. Yeah. Right? He has... He is... He, he knows the media game. Yeah. For better or worse. He knows how to play this game. And Jones is a showman. Yep. He's an entertainer. He is someone who's going to tell you what you want to hear. Kind of like what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. I do want to point that out. I mean, I, I think it, it should be pointed out in any context where someone is trying to bring him down um one peg two pegs seven pegs a hundred pegs we are doing the same thing alex jones does the difference between us and jones though and what i i firmly believe in is that i'm not trying to sell you fifteen hundred dollars worth of fucking supplements let's not forget the two thousand dollar 
fucking uh, 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 bulletproof vests or the the four thousand dollar freeze dryers, the the fucking almost two thousand dollars worth of emergency food supplies. And we're gonna get to all of that when we come back. But I just wanted to 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 lay the groundwork here. I've just hit my mic. The recording is ruined. Fifty minutes in. Way to go. Jones has lied to you from day one. Absolutely. Whether he believed in the lies or not, and I, I think he did it at one point. I think from about two thousand or from about nineteen ninety five to two thousand, everything he said he believed in. Right. But there was a point that he hit, and I think where the entire country hit, where he was basically just, I'm gonna tell you whatever the fuck I want, and you're gonna lap it up like a dog. Yep. We'll get to that when we get back. Oh. Trevor, are you familiar with Max Brooks? Uh, is that Mel Brooks' son? It is. He also wrote a couple of really great books. One of them was uh, uh, The Zombie Survival Guide. I remember that, yeah. Which, that was that was a popular one in the scholastic book circle, like the little book bus that goes to you. <laughs> schools. I, I, yeah. It, I mean, it was really good, uh, just in basic survival skills. Like it was actually. Oh yeah, no, it was it was book. baby's first survivalist guide yeah. for sure. Um, another book that he wrote uh, was a book called World War Z. Oh, and it's, oral history of the zombie war. I love that book. It, it's a it's such a good. Um, I, he actually talks about this. There's a little forward in the beginning where he's like, so one of the things that I wanted to do was write a book like Studs Terkel's Working or Studs Terkel, like a Studs Terkel oral history. Studs Terkel is an amazing journalist. Yeah. He talked to hundreds of people all over the country about topics like love and work and, 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 and how we live together, things like yeah. that. And uh, I, I love both Terkel and Max Brooks's version of what that would look like in the event of a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Side note, I saw Max Brooks when he was touring for Zombieland because Zombieland was based off of the Zombie Survival Guide. Oh yeah. Really great guy. Really also, nice. Also, hold on. So you're telling me that we have we have a Brad Pitt movie mm-hmm. and a Woody Harrelson movie. Yep. That are technically sequels. Yeah. Absolutely. Holy shit. Yeah. No, and Max Brooks, like, I met him. Genuinely nice guy. Like, deserves all the support in the world. Um, but So, Jeremy, be- can I ask you, why are we talking about Max Brooks in an Alex Jones-themed episode? So, okay, so Zombie Survival Guide, or, I'm sorry, World War Z is one of my favorite books of all time. It's just such a good book. Um, one, and specifically because it is very th- well thought out, very well written, Oh, and just meticulous. Absolutely, and there, there, there's one paragraph in it that always stood out to me. Okay, right, um, and I'm just going to read you the paragraph. Do that shit as as a whole. Uh, it says the only rule that ever made sense to me I learned from a history non economics professor at Wharton. Fear, he used to say, fear is the most valuable commodity in the universe. That blew me away. Turn on the TV, he'd say. What are you seeing? People selling their products? No. People selling the fear of you having to live without their products. Fucking A, was he right? Fear of aging, fear of loneliness, fear of poverty, fear of failure. Fear is the most basic emotion we have. Fear is primal. Fear sells. So, 
with that in mind. With that in mind, let's go over to the InfoWars store. Oh, let's do. I I am a, I love this. Oh yeah. So, I know that you've got your own favorites over here, but for me personally, I'm going to go ahead and head over to the preparedness storefront. Okay. So, first off, let's look up some filtration. So, basically, we live if we're living in info war or, or well the info if, if we're wars, living in the apocalypse the info wars apocalypse these are the things you're going to need to survive right according to um alex jones now just keep in mind keep in mind the war is coming the end is coming we're all going to die soon but we need to make some of that sweet sweet cash while we can so why not go ahead and uh, start off with a a, a, a proper water filtration system. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta have a we have to have a good water filtration system. You have to make sure the toxins don't get in there. The fucking frog gayness. Yeah, we don't want to turn gay like the frogs. So let's go ahead and get ourselves a pro pur pro pure. It's gotta pro be pro pure. pure. Yeah, uh, G two uh, King three hundred four. Mm, and how we'll much go, is that? That is only three hundred thirty nine dollars <laughs> only. Um, on top of that, you can also get a Pro Pure Chrome uh, uh, shower head mm. uh, for the low, low price of $94.95. Oh, good. It's a shower filter. It's got its own little spigot there. It sure is. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Take a shower with the new high efficiency Pro, Pro Pure Chrome shower filter with five function massage, swivel shower head, and experience the difference. What difference, you may ask? I don't know. I mean, you, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just gonna assume that we're not gonna turn gay. I mean, I thought that's where we we're going. This features the new Pro Max encapsulated multi-stage filter cartridge technology. Each stage is comprised of a unique proprietary formula of filtration media. Proprietary formula. Proprietary formula. <laughs> Designed to target a specific group of contaminants. Helps protect your skin from unhealthy effects of contaminants that may be in your water. Yeah. These contaminants include VOCs, heavy metals, lead, pesticides, chloramines, chlorine, fluoride, herbicides, pharmaceuticals. And that stank. So my question is, though, at this point, because we're already spending a lot of money on a water filtration system and a yes, shower head. Correct. Um, with the world ending, what is it, Alex, that you intend to do with all that money in the post-apocalyptic world? Is your, is your money going to have the same oh, value? Oh, he's, he's got a bunker. Yeah. You know he's got a bunker. Oh, absolutely he, built that he does. Bitch. Um, <laughs> but moving moving on to because obviously we need we need to really start oh, yeah, building we, up our gotta... we we need to fix our up our bunker. We need to make this very livable. Listen. Listen, when the world ends, I want to make sure I'm still living in the lap of luxury. I am completely off the grid. Mm -hmm. I want to be as prepared as possible. Alex Jones is going to help me do that. Oh, absolutely. So next up, you know, food is going to go bad. Oh, yeah. Okay, food uh, th is these, go are, bad. these are perishables, and especially if we're looking at fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, we need our protein. We're, we're being we, thrown we, back to... We need to, our vitamins. We're being thrown back to the hunter-gatherer society that we all know in our hearts and in our DNA that we are 
supposed to be anyway. Absolutely. Because that's what Alex Jones says. Oh, uh, no, absolutely. And so uh, he, he was kind enough. He was kind. Yes. Um, he he took a Harvest Right Standard Freeze Dryer. Mm, okay. okay. This pre- preserves food for up to 25 years with all its flavor and nutrition. Mm, good. Um, we, can, <laughs> we can easily freeze dry 1,500 pounds of fresh food per year. Oh, how much? That is... So keep in mind this this retail value is three thousand four hundred ninety five dollars. Oh, that's a lot of money. Alex Jones. Oh, by the way, this comes in five different colors. Uh, oh, there's there's a seafoam green. Love it. Love um, it. Because stylish. we want to stay stylish. stylish. Yeah, we want our. Uh, we can also get I, a stainless I like that steel. Mint. I'd, I'd go black you because go black. I like Joy Division. Um, <laughs> so. Um, but Alex Jones was kind enough. He he saved us thirty five point seventy five percent. That that is a weird savings percentage, by the way. But he was he was nice to throw in the extra point seventy five percent. Hell yeah! Um, he knocked it down to two thousand two hundred forty five dollars and fifty cents. That that's a that's a total savings of one thousand two hundred forty nine dollars and fifty cents. That that's that is money we could carry over into the post apocalypse. You, you know what? If anyone ever fucking complains about Apple products being too expensive again, I'm gonna fucking knock them out because this is. <laughs> Literally the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That's no. not even the most expensive one. No, that's no. not even the most expensive one. No. You've got the Harvest Right large one. Yeah, it's four thousand four hundred and ninety-five dollars. There's no sale going on for that one. It is just five grand. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, now let's <coughs> keep in mind. Okay, maybe we can't freeze dry. Maybe we just can't afford that. Okay, and and I hate to live in a world where I cannot have my black. Food preserver, by the way. So if I don't have that, I'm just gonna kill myself. Well, okay. Like Ian Stewart did, um, because Joy Division. Um, but okay, so we want to live for a little while. Yeah, just at least a little bit. At least a little bit. How much is that gonna cost you? Well, kind of depending, really. It's all depending on how long you want to actually live. So are you wanting to live? You know, for maybe 138 servings of a breakfast, because if no. so, I, I mean, it, it's a it's a couple it's a few well, days let, uh, at okay, least. Okay, let's let's start off with the most reasonable thing here. I think is is the 72 hour preparedness kit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's emergency storage food. It's good for 72 hours, 16 servings, mm-hmm. up to 25 years. Mm-hmm. It's the Info Infowars Life Select Kit, so mm-hmm. you know it's good shit. It's 19.95. Yeah, you know how much Blue Apron costs for the same like the same amount of time, like in in days. It's Mm -hmm. it's about sixty bucks. This is pretty good. You're saving five bucks off the retail value. It's twenty four ninety five, and in it, oh, we've got Granny's homestyle potato soup. Got Maple Grove oatmeal, Blue Ribbon creamy chicken rice. That sounds delightful. I I, it sounds like food. It sounds like food. It'll make a turd, but. (laughs) You know, let let me let me just ask though, because I mean, if we're if we're going on this, I mean, like I said, it's gonna depend on how how long you want to live. Do you want to live for a couple now, of days? Here's the problem: you better order now, because if you plan on the apocalypse happening in the next two to four or in the next week or so, you're too late. Yeah. If you know that the apocalypse is coming because you listen to Alex Jones, um, within the next two to four weeks. You order now, and you can get that shit by the time the apocalypse starts and the mail stops coming. No, absolutely. <laughs> so here's the thing: like you could get the ultimate breakfast kit, which has a thirty, hundred and thirty-eight servings. 
right? Sure. They what comes not, in the breakfast kit? So the breakfast kit, I'm not sure. Um, but keep in mind, this used to be $122. This is now nine, $99.95. Okay. Because he's generous again. This comes with 16 servings of Maple Grove oatmeal. Okay. Uh, 16 servings of Potatoes O'Brien. Okay. 16 servings of Buttermilk Pancakes. Fuck. 18 servings of Strawberry Fields Cream of Wheat. Oh, my God. 16 servings of Suttler's Whey. No. 32 servings of powdered milk. No. Yeah, this is gross. 16 no. servings of orange energy drink mix. No. 24 servings of scrambled eggs. Hold on. Hold the fucking phone. Mm-hmm. Hold the fuck. What? Yeah. 24 servings of what now? Oh, that would of be scrambled, uh, eggs. scrambled eggs. Yeah. Scra- the eggs already scrambled. Yes. Jeremy, how long is this says it's supposed to last? Uh, this is supposed to last uh, for years. Oh, wait. 25 years. Is it 25 years on this 25 one? 25 years. Do you know what oh, yeah, 24 sure scrambled egg servings is going to smell like in oh, 25 years? It's going to smell absolutely god-awful. What the fuck? How in the world? How in the... Okay, also, I'm very confused here. The Patriot Grubbin' Tool. <laughs> so that, that this is the thing that actually sells it. I think, because this comes with a, a spoon, a fork, a screwdriver, and pry bar, bottle opener, carry carabiner. Not load-bearing. No, no, it's, it's not load-bearing, so you're not going to be able to go chain. repelling or anything like no. that. It's just going to hang off your belt loop. Um, but it's, uh, it's also got a 6, 8, and 10 millimeter wench, or wrench. Wench. Yeah, wench, wrench, what, whatever. It's all, it's, it's whatever. But you know, like I said, like that's ninety nine ninety five with one hundred thirty eight servings. Okay, yeah, you're gonna be eating breakfast a lot, or you could go with the two week supply of food. So, which is seventy servings for the same amount. Okay, I'm I'm still stuck on the the scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to understand. Like, I get the potatoes, I get the oatmeal, I get the pancakes, the cream of wheat, the settler's way, even the powdered milk. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and the orange energy drink mix that is very unappetizing too oh yeah it's, it's terrible scrambled eggs you can't save those yeah i huh, i need to know what they look like <laughs> we should ask alex jones to show are they us. gray because if they're gray i'm not eating them <laughs> i know i'm being okay 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 hold on i just read the description the real like paragraph description right now you can add a wide variety of filling and delicious foods to your emergency food supply for breakfast the ultimate breakfast kit has everything you need for a hot and healthy breakfast enjoy hearty favors like power potatoes o'brien and a buttermilk pancakes get going with our orange energy drink mix and yummy strawberry fields cream wheat hey that's gay (laughs) you can't say yummy it's a gay word okay so that that sounds pretty good it doesn't sound appetizing, right? Like, it's not yeah. especially appetizing, but it doesn't sound horrible. Right. Here's the next line. Power through a helping of scrambled eggs. Mm. That sounds like something my lunch lady would say in high school. I've got to be honest with you. Scrambled eggs give me diarrhea. Yeah. That's when they're freshly made. Yeah. Imagine eating one that's 24 and a half years old. I'm getting all kinds of blocked up. Mm. I'm not going to poop right for a yeah, while. Um, oh. But here's the thing. Like in our in our bunker, you know, Which we because totally we're because we're, we're, we're the terminus podcast, right? We're we're we we're, we're aiming to live a life of luxury, 
for 25 years. Absolutely, with our with our with our Bauhaus and Joy Division. This is posters. literally just how long Alex Jones expects to continue to live. <laughs> <laughs> I've just thought of that. It's 25 years because that's how long he's expecting to live. He's going to die in 25 years. So here, he knows it. Oh, absolutely. So anyway, we have more to show. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to aim for at least a year. At least a year. Okay. And, and we're lucky because Alex Jones has, has been so kind as to look out for us for at least one year. How much is that? Um, well, it, it, here's the thing. It... it, it, it Retails at two thousand one hundred ninety-five dollars. That's too much money. Well, yeah, and I think he thought that too. Um, either because nobody's buying it because they're stupid liberals, or because he's a very kind, generous person. Um, that it, so he brought it down to one thousand seven hundred ninety-seven dollars. Okay, uh, you can pay via PayPal, Visa, Discover, American Express, and Mastercard. That's no Bitcoin. Wonderful. No Bitcoin. No Bitcoin. Yeah, fuck you if you're on yeah. Bitcoin. And so the, this right here, the, this comes with the cream of wheat, uh, the oatmeal, Gross. the homestyle potatoes, I eat that. whatever Traveler's Stew is, uh, blue ribbon creamy chicken rice again, uh, Liberty Bell potato cheddar soup. I'd eat the fuck out of that. Uh, for some reason, this is listed twice. I don't know. There's, no, no, no. There's, there's, there's p- Granny's homestyle potato soup, and then there's Liberty Bell potato cheddar oh. soup. Okay, you well, get two I, kinds of potato soup, bitch. Well, that's that's nice. That's amazing. There's chili in here, <laughs> chocolate pudding, traditional fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah, and so I like this because the perfect pick me up when you need a boost of nostalgia. Because obviously, living in the hellscape that is uh, future America, we're mm. gonna need that nostalgia. We're mm. gonna need to remember chili mac. Up. chili, chili mac, chili mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah no, it, it's all here. Uh, there's there's banana chips. Ranchers, black beans, and rice. And so I, I went over while we were talking, and I went over to the reviews. Oh, please. We've got 78 uh, uh, five-star reviews please. and a few three. Um, and I, I'd like to read some of these. Um, this The product I hope I never have to use. Of course, it's possible to stock up on canned food, but the space it would take uh, for you, your supply would be prohibitive. Um, the thanks for the great products, Infowars, and uh, more. Uh, so actually, I skipped over some of this. Uh, freeze dried food takes up only twenty percent of the volume of the original, or it would be possible to learn how to freeze dry and pack in bags. That's why we're getting the freeze dry ourselves. That, that that's why we're doing this. Uh, but I wouldn't trust eating the end result years from now, nor would I have the time and motivation to consider such an unappealing project, because. Surviving is just unappealing. Um, buying 25 pounds of bags of rice and beans would salt, uh, would be a problem because after a few short years, insects, insect eggs have hatched, which, in all honesty, that's protein for free. Mm. If you Gotta eat those it. bugs, it's protein. It. Bottom line, this product um, at the super sale price was unbeatable. Moreover, it helps fund the battle against MSM, the swamp creatures, and the New World Order. Oh my god. But there's also one, I know it's a troll, and I just want to read it. It good. After I take my male vitality, I pop one of one of these bad boys open and E.T. it. It tastes better than my wife's cooking because she is a she a woman. I support Donald and dab on literals or liberals. Can I read one? Absolutely. This is this is a one star review. It's from Roy. 
Get it, Roy. From an undisclosed location. <laughs> Loose food in one of the plastic bins. I opened all of them when I arrived. Like most folk, I lead a busy life. 70 hour weeks at work leaves little time for much else. I just took a quick look until the last bin I opened. It's always my luck like this. The last bin I opened had a bunch of loose food bits all over the bottom. So I expended valuable time going through that entire bin looking for the bag that was split open. Couldn't find it. Emptied out the bin. Wiped it clean. Put everything back in. Then proceeded to take everything out of the other bins to make sure there were no loose food bits in them. For fear if there was, it might attract bugs. <laughs> the other bins... No, no, we're not done. The other bins appeared okay, and as I said, I couldn't find the bag that leaked. <laughs> this leads me to believe loose bits of food were somehow just dumped into this bin. Again, isn't this a potential insect problem? Why should I have to inspect brand new food to make sure it isn't going to attract insects? I don't have time for such things. This consumed time for my busy life. Time which I'll never recover. I think I should somehow be compensated for that lost time. Perhaps several extra bags of food. On the plus side, arrive quickly. Haven't tried any of it yet. <laughs> you know this guy's a doomsday prepper. 100%. He works construction. <laughs> Oh is, my god. He is oh my that was the best. Um okay there, there's oh my two god. two star reviews. <laughs> let me let me go there. <laughs> hey Alex, let's make a deal. How about you get the product to me before I write a review? I ordered this product two weeks ago. Alex should have went with new mana foods. They are ten times better quality and taste. I have reviewed them all, and Numana won hands down. Dear God. Okay, so three star reviews. Buyer beware. These are not set up to feed one person. <laughs> <laughs> I purchased... Oh, I'm ready for oh, this. Oh, no. No, let's do this. I purchased two one-year food supplies. Wow. That's... That is a lot. Four grand. Yeah, that is a lot of money. By the way, this is this this is 1,800 servings per order. The one-year food supply is tote one and tote two of the three-month supply times four. All the food comes in Sterilite brand totes that arrive cracked and broken. For me, no big deal as I want what's inside, the food. Mm. All the food needs to be measured, water added, boiled, cooked, or fried, and greased in a pan. So... <laughs> <coughs> 
Okay, that boy, I can't do that voice. <laughs> so, for this food storage to work, you will also need to store cooking oil, pots, pans, measuring spoons, measuring cups, a strainer, some way to cook and boil water, fry, etc. You'd also need syrup for pancakes and oatmeal. The f- <laughs> you you put you put syrup on your oatmeal, dude? What the fuck are you? <laughs> That's the worst part of this. The food portioning is not set up for feeding one individual. Each package states servings per container at four, six, eight, etc. Preparation directions also only allow for the entire package to be prepared all at once. So you're making stew for eight people or pancakes for six people. So technically there may be 365 servings in this year package, but it's not going to last you 365 days as you're eating eight servings at one sitting. Also, all of these require a lot of water to prepare. Four and a half cups boiled for one, six cups boiled of water for another, eight cups for another. The food does taste good and claims to last 25 years. Well, that's good. Just know that this will not feed one person for one year as the portionings are not set up to feed for one. This is more for a family of six to last four to six months. Well, it literally just says 18 servings. <clears throat> Yeah, eighteen hundred servings is what it says. I mean, break out that and will require. Ah, I mean, and will require one or two gallons of water for cooking per day, and will require some way to cook, boil, and fry. On the positive side, the food does taste pretty good, and I know I'm helping to support Infowars. You know, I'm actually really glad he brought that up because you can actually buy a stove <laughs> in the can uh-huh. for twenty four ninety five, down five dollars off of this website. So, yeah, we could totally boil that with the stove in the can. We just buy a couple of these bad mm-hmm. boys, and we're good to go. You know what's funny? They, like, they use those for catering services. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, right. absolutely. I've, I've actually used them myself. Um, I, oh, my God. These <clears throat> reviews are fucking ridiculous. Oh, they're so good. Um, some of my favorites, though, because obviously we're going to be living in style. Right? Oh, yeah. But we're, 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 also looking, we're also looking for function. Okay. So first off, we need we we need a ball opener because you know I'm just gonna get totally drunk, in the and because I mean living around you and all the farts like it, I'm just gonna need to be very drunk. So we're gonna get a fifty cal bottle opener. <laughs> a what? A fifty caliber bottle bottle opener. What? It's a bullet, but a bottle opener. Oh man. That, that's that's only twelve ninety five. So we got that. Plus we could get a fifty caliber corkscrew along with it why not make just a swiss army knife well because it's not shaped like a bullet duh and that's only 747 it's fine well we're saving money okay but we're gonna need a couple of citizen armor um a a, a (coughs) tactical xpc vest and and these are these are only one thousand one hundred ninety-seven dollars. Oh, I just realized each. something. I moved on. I'm sorry. I, I'm really sorry. There's a section on Alex Jones's website for health and wellness called Emmerich's Essentials. I just realized that's his la- middle name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so we're we're gonna come back to that. But what I really like about this is we we have a choice of colors. Of course, again, I'm going standard black. You. However, look to be more of a, uh, a more of a brown. Shut up. So you know, I, I I'm just saying, like I, I think just for the sake of, of discussion, you need you need brown. Um, of course, we could get some air filtration and all that good stuff, right? <clears throat> what I'm really excited about though is the Thyro Safe, um, 
uh, tablets. And we're going to need a few of these, at least a case. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I mean, these really just protect us from the radiation from the impending uh, nuclear war. All right. And that's only 20 bucks. I have to tap out. I have to tap out here. Here's the thing, right? Alex Jones is trying to fuck you out of your money. I I thought he was trying to save me. He's trying to fuck you. You mean I'm just afraid? Yes. This This is all ridiculous. Everything that I've seen on this website is stupid as fuck. Like, you know what? Cool. You've got... you got merch. We've got merch. Theoretically. Theoretically speaking. (laughs) I'm very careful legally what I say here. Uh, You got merch. That's fine. I don't give a shit. Like, if you got... Alex Jones branded Alex Jones head bobbleheads like cool fine whatever yeah but this guy is selling fear in a bottle he's selling fear in a box of freeze-dried fucking scrambled eggs he's he's telling you that the world is gonna end but he's the only one who can give you the good life yeah. he's the only one who can give you the promised land this guy is literally the preacher he played in a scanner darkly and yeah. I just want to mention one last thing. All of the fucking InfoWars brain force shit has soy in it. So if you think you're you you can fucking put that shit out in the world like, oh you're a soy boy, you're a pansy piece of shit. Well guess what, bud? So are you. You're ingesting that shit every day, all day with that bullshit. Absolutely. So all of this shit, everything that we just talked about, this is all it's it's he literally has coffee branded Wake Up America. Yeah. Yeah. That is how far down the shit we're in right now. So, you know... You can collect Patriot points! I just noticed that feature! Yeah, yeah, you can get free shit and all kinds of stuff. So here's my thing. Oh, God. Here's my thing. Cluster headache. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, You know, my closing thoughts on this, honestly... And I I look at this the same way I do, like, your doomsday televangelists, right? Right. Send Send me $100... For your salvation, brother. Just send it to me. We're going to pray together. Uh, send me $200. I'll send you this 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 magic water or whatever the fuck bullshit or this prayer napkin or whatever. Because Jesus is coming. The wor- end of the world is right around the corner. So send me that money now. Look, let's be very real and rational for a moment and think about this. Let's if these that. individuals truly 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 from the bottom of their hearts ever once believed that the end of the world was coming tomorrow they wouldn't be asking for that much money there would be no need for that amount of money especially especially if you're one of the sheep that are going to heaven on the day of that rapture obviously even they don't even buy into their own bullshit they're not trying to protect you they're trying to swindle you they make money off of your fear because fear sells. Yeah. That's that's the whole point of this. Everything that we read, I mean, the, the people are spending two to four to five thousand dollars on garbage, on bullshit. Yeah. You know, I mean, <clears throat> quality wise, yeah, this stuff may be great, but do you need a year's worth of bullshit? Right. No. You don't. You don't need to fill your bunker full of these amenities you don't need to you don't need to have a bunker right everything that we just looked at 
his history, his his all of the things that he does, all of the things he sells, everything that like Paul Joseph Watson sells and Baked Alaska sell. Miley Yiannopoulos was on his show selling supplements a couple weeks ago. All of these people are selling you the reality that they want you to believe. Right. And it's a false reality. It's a false reality just like just like what they say is supposed to be a false reality. This is the ironic thing, right? Is that they're selling you this idea that the world that you live in is a facade. That you can take the red pill that they're offering you. You can see behind the curtain that you can activate that the war on for your mind can be won by you waking up. Right. And then they're veiling your eyes all over again. Right. They're saying, look at all the horrible shit that's going on in the world. Look at everything in the world that's happening. It's all of these people's fault. It's all the government's fault. It's all the corporation's fault. It's all the school's fault. All the liberals' fault. All the globalists' fault. But we can save you. Yeah. Come over here. Come here, buddy. We've got all the answers. We all float down here. Alex Jones is being kicked off of YouTube for violating community standards. Whether or not it happens, I don't know. Logan Paul can't get kicked off YouTube. He showed a dead body on YouTube. He's still there. In fact, he's making self-righteous bullshit about, well, we gotta, like, make suicide not a thing. Alex Jones may or may not be off YouTube tomorrow. Alex Jones will still have his radio show. Mm-hmm. He'll still have his internet streaming uh, platform he'll still have his employees except for a few who have recently come out <clears throat> who've recently come out and said that he uh, either discriminated against them by calling them the office Jew or sexually harassed them right his his wife left him of course. His kids may not be his for very much longer if they are indeed still his. But Alex Jones is doing just fine for a man born in 1974 in a suburb of Dallas, Texas, who didn't go to college, grew up on conspiracy theories, and built his empire feeding off of your willingness to believe his lies. There is a point in which you do have to wake up. There is a point in which we all have to wake up and realize what's going on around us. Ironically, some of the things he says are correct. And that's what makes him so insidious. A, blo a broken clock is right twice a day, and he is right twice a day. Right. But if you still believe him, a Washington insider, a man who has access to the White House, who had access to Steve Bannon, who had access 
to Stephen Miller, who had access to Donald Trump himself. Do you believe that he still fights for you? That he fights for the little guy? Maybe you should look at his website to see how much he's charging for these bullshit survivalist packs. I remember this was just last year where he said something along the lines of myself and my family will be fine in the event anything happens. But it's you. It's you. That will have nowhere to run. That will have no resources. But we're going to be fine. Now is the time that you realize that that strength that they've been trying to suck away from you by way of instilling this deep-seated fear in the world around you. Take it back. Turn it into the fear that you could be potentially being lied to. Save your money. Live your life. Stay alert. Stay prepared. Sure. But don't... Don't waste your money on doomsday preparation. Take self-defense classes. Read books. Learn something about living off of the land if necessary. But don't live your life in preparation for an end of the world that may never come. Alright, guys. This is the end of the episode. We're not going to spend too much time on this. Um, I want to say thank you to Chumbawamba for the use of our theme song today. So long, off the album, in memoriam, Margaret Thatcher. The 2013 final album that Chumbawamba released. Of course, recorded many, many years ago in preparation for the death like of Margaret seven or eight Gasper. years before exactly, she died. Great. <laughs> um, so fucking petty. The world needs that kind of petty. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> I love it. So Kevin Moan is the person who does our theme song normally. He's the one you'll hear on the outro. Um, I do want to mention a couple things. First, we are, of course, on Twitter and Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Terminus Pod. Twitter.com forward slash Terminus underscore pod. Uh, we also have Patreon, Terminus underscore media at Patreon.com. And I am announcing that we have changed podcast hosts. Uh, starting Thank today, God. <laughs> starting today, um, we will be primarily broadcasting on Anchor.fm. If you're not familiar with Anchor.fm, it is a podcasting service. It's been around for a couple of years now. It started out as a social audio platform, kind of like social media. Plus, you could also record like little five-minute podcasts. And it's basically a, a podcast host plus a social media network, and it offers free hosting for everybody forever, Absolutely. which is fan-fucking-tastic. So go make yourselves a podcast. <laughs> we can't, yeah, basically. Um, the Terminus Podcast with Trevor and Jeremy is hosted over there, and the URL is literally anchor.fm forward slash the-terminus-podcast-with-trevor-and-jeremy. dash 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 
God, we need a name change. <laughs> we are we're thinking about what to name our podcast next, but you can you can I'll just put the link in the fucking description. It's fine. Um <laughs> Here's the cool thing about this, guys. It is an app on both the Google Play and the App Store on iOS, and uh, you can download this app, you can sign up for an account, and if you have an account with anchor.fm and you're listening to the podcast on that app, you can message the podcast. You can message the podcast. You can talk to us directly with your voice. Yeah. It's such a fucking cool thing. Yeah, we may actually host you, too. <laughs> we will, if you want to talk to us. <laughs> we will play your message on the air if you want us to, of course. If you don't, if you want us to just kind of like, oh, hey, hi, thanks. Thank, thank you for doing podcast. That's fine, too. But uh, Anchor.fm is kind of be the way forward for us for podcast hosting. And uh, I'm really excited to be working on that platform now. Um, they do not sponsor us in the no. course of recording this. Honestly, I'm just so jazzed with the service that they have to offer that uh, I wanted to tell you guys about Oh, it's it. so much better than what we were utilizing before. Oh, God, it is. And here's the thing, too. You are going to start seeing a bunch of new changes. This is the 31st episode of the Terminus Podcast with Trevor and Jeremy. And it is also the beginning of the end of something that we all knew was coming to an end. But that's the only thing I'll say about that. Yep. That's the only thing I can say about that. I have documents. I'm getting emotional over here already. But uh, I can't share them with you. So, everyone yeah, that's out in the world. got heavy. It did. It got heavy. Everyone out in the world. We are a podcast that would continue with or without support from anybody. Because for whatever reason... Jeremy and I like shouting into the void. Yep. I mean, we find it to be relaxing considering our jobs involve other people. Yeah. And we like talking about topics that are difficult. We like talking about topics that are challenging. Uh, we like talking until 5.30 in the morning. As, uh, <laughs> like right now. Like right the fuck now. <laughs> um, about things that we care about and we wouldn't do shows like this one over topics that most people would think is stupid um unless we cared about them and we hope to do more of that stuff in the next few months we can do it without your support i always want to make that clear you are never without or you are never with an obligation to support us monetarily by sharing our stuff you don't have to do anything with this podcast you don't even have to talk to us. You don't have to talk even, to us. You don't have to listen to the show. Don't even press play. But at the same time, but if we you don't press love... play, you don't know that we're even saying any of this yeah, in the first place. I don't know how that's working. <laughs> <laughs> but we would love to have your support. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. We would love to have your support and to build a community and to give you guys something that you can enjoy that you're educated by that you have something to look forward to on a Saturday afternoon slash Sunday the term of this podcast is a project that we started because we just wanted to better connect as friends yep. and it's been a weird and wild ride it really has but I'm excited for what the future holds so, if you want to support us, you know where you can do so. 
um, whether monetarily or by sharing the show or by posting it on social media platforms or by printing out flyers you made yourself and posting them around town. We're going to have easier ways to do all of that stuff. But in the meantime, feel free. Everything that everything that this show is, uh, you can become a part of as well. It's an all-inclusive situation. Our platform is your platform. Now, <clears throat> baby birds, we love you. We believe in you. We know that you're not afraid. We want you to be happy. We want you to be healthy. Because in the end, we are all we need. We love you so.